Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, customer service professionals can contribute and leave impact on the industry of science. Today's guest, Adam Santo, is a customer service representative at Thermo Fisher Scientific. His career story sure has its twists and turns. Having studied in Greece, he graduated as a teacher. In his free time, he enjoys solving problems and learning languages. But how can he incorporate all his skills and passions into his job at Thermo Fisher? Let's find out. What, what do we consider being proficient in a language? If I have to talk about whatever fluently, then I would probably say three. And uh, that, that would involve Hungarian. But <laughs> I, I can also be fluent with, with a lot of mistakes in, in a couple of other languages. So if we, we count those as well, then, then six. Some of you may already know that Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our episodes of Career Stories Behind the Science, we introduce stories from the team in Budapest. By hearing inspiring career stories in this episode again, we are ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. So, Adam, how are you doing today? Fine, a bit nervous, but... Overall, fine. Thank you. Yeah, nerve is always good, but um, we try and make a very relaxing atmosphere in here. And listen, this is just really all around just having a good chat with you. And I was mm-hmm. really looking forward to this, by the way, because what I heard that you learned a couple of languages in a self-starter way. Is that is that right? That is right, yes. I don't know why. I just really don't like the standard method of language learning. So I never really used course books. I just really taught myself whenever I felt like there was a topic that was more intriguing for me myself. And yeah, I pretty much preferred doing this on my own. Cool. And I'm going to come back on that. But before we do that, we have a little game that we that we always play with our guests. And this is what we call the this or that game. So car or bicycle? Bicycle. Book or movie? Movie. Music or podcast? Music. (laughs) Active or passive relaxation? I would have a question. What, what, what do we consider this or that? <laughs> it's up to you. Up to me, then um, active re- relaxation. Okay. City or countryside? Countryside. Okay. Work hard or play hard? Play hard. Early bird or night owl? Definitely night owl. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I just really like to reflect on, on, on some of the so you chose countryside. Uh, where are you from? I'm from the countryside, but not, not so much from the countryside because I, I grew up in Székesfehérvár, uh-huh. so like a hundred thousand inhabitants live there. And uh, after that, we moved to another settlement, which is very close to it. And it consists of 6,000 people. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty much from the countryside, but obviously there are a lot of opportunities that I only have because of Budapest. So I also don't want to say that the city comes with only disadvantages. That's not true. And I really appreciate my time here. But I know it very well that to help relax and and to help learn about yourself, you probably need some closeness to to nature. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in in Budapest? Wow, uh, approximately 10 years. (laughs) Yes, when when I started my first university studies, pretty much. 
Okay, I have a couple of questions on that as well, but I'd just like to um, uh, to get back to the language piece, which I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really interested in. So, how many languages do you speak? Then? Yes, that's a very relative question. I know, I know. I, I, I always I always answer this because what what do we consider being proficient in a language? If I have to talk about whatever fluently, then I would probably say three and. Uh, that that would involve Hungarian, but <laughs> I, I can also be fluent with, with a lot of mistakes in in a couple of other languages. So if we we count those as well, then then six. Wow! And, <laughs> and and what is your favorite, if you have any? My favorite is definitely Swedish. Swedish, which uh, I which I work with as well. Uh huh. <laughs> and what made you uh, learning Swedish? Oh, that's a very interesting topic because I I am a fan of metal music, and <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. And and my first encounter with with, with the Swedish language was via Fintroll, which is uh-huh, a, a yeah. Finland Swedish metal band, and that's why I first started to educate myself in Finland Swedish. But after that, when I compared the two between mainland Swedish, so actual Swe- Swedish Swedish, and Finland Swedish, I chose the the Swedish version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and what is your favorite band, or what are your favorite brands bands from Sweden? From yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Currently, I would actually mention maybe a punk band if I can. Sure. And it would be Astakask. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that, but definitely I'm going to check <laughs> check it out. I, I really like their their critical behavior about about society, and mm-hmm. they they have very serious songs and very serious messages. Mm-hmm. All right. So you mentioned when you were in your first university. So what was your first university, and 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 what was the other? Mm-hmm. They were both at Vesselanand University, mm-hmm. but first I started as a history major. And then I realized that maybe I would want to be involved in a bit more human contact. <laughs> because well, what, what does a historian do? Sitting in, in the library and, and reading books and making deductions of whatever might have happened back then. And uh, I, I wanted to teach more because if I imagine my, like, a, like a how I used to behave in my elementary school or high school, I, I really enjoyed all the subjects and I always imagined myself in the position of the teacher. And I actually switched from, from this history major to the six-year teacher trainee program mm-hmm. in English and history. And actually before Thermo Fisher, I used to work as a, as a language teacher in English. And uh, yes, I really enjoy being around the flow of information, let's say, both as a recipient, both both as the teacher. Just in terms of, uh, from a history point of view, I'm, I can really relate to this because I'm also interested in um, in history. Do you have any particular era that you like? I really love ancient Greece. All right. I could I could actually link it to why and when I realized that I I loved languages because I took an Erasmus program in Thessaloniki, Greece, mm-hmm. because I wanted to learn Greek fluently. And this was because of etymology. I really enjoy learning about the story of words, how they evolved, and how they, how they got into other languages. So pretty much that's why, and that's when I re- realized that I, I want to learn even more languages. Uh-huh. And this happened only two years ago. <laughs> okay. All right, and, and, and did you have any dream job sort of thing when you were a kid? Yes, I always wanted to work with whatever that involved 
solving problems like a detective or or a teacher because teachers also have to deal with many issues many circumstances that they they're not necessarily prepared for so yeah anything involved anything involving problem solving okay you started as a trainee right exactly uh, when was it it was the first of february last year so 2021 mm-hmm. so it was a bit more than a year ago mm-hmm. and how did you get to term fisher I got the Thermo Fisher through a student association and they offered me this position. Actually, this is how I got to know this position, which involved the Nordic languages. Mm-hmm. And that's currently my position. So I am entering orders for the Nordic countries. So whenever an order from any particular customer comes in from these countries, then I have to read them and enter them into the system. And what is it that you like the most? in your current job now? I enjoy the fact and opportunity to extend my vocabulary professionally and uh, to learn new phrases, new expressions by actual native speakers who who use it in their emails. And uh, especially the fact that in in our region, we have a very strong connection with the contact team Mm -hmm. from Stockholm, with whom we, we talk regularly on chat and actually can use Swedish in my everyday work. That's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Have you been to uh, Sweden? To Unfortunately Sweden not. But it's still in plan. I want to and I I don't even I'm I'm not, not really sure maybe I will once live there abroad for a couple of years just to try out the Scandinavian spirit and just because I really love the languages mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously you you're a very young guy, just pretty much straight out of, of uh, or after university. If you just look around and look at the, the job opportunities that we have, what would you then apply for? If obviously, if you were not in, in this role now, but as a fresh grad, what preference that you would have? I would certainly opt for something which involves more contact with customers, actual native speakers. So maybe a leading position in, in what I do right now or being in sales or, or, or mm-hmm. a contact team. That definitely involving the use of multiple languages. Uh-huh. It's just out of curiosity. So um, do you see any cultural differences even amongst Scandinavians? Mm-hmm. And if we include Finland as well, which is not a Scandinavian, obviously, but I'm from that, uh, that area. Meaning between Scandinavian countries themselves? Yes. Yes, certainly there are lots of differences. Denmark is a very, very free-spirited country, for example. While Sweden is a bit more rigid and, and more taking the rules seriously kind of country, as I got to know them. There is a very, very good series, actually, uh, The Bridge, which uh, I think is available on English as well on Netflix. It was co-made by, by Danes and Swedes. And uh, they use both Swedish and Danish in uh-huh. it. That's how they communicate. It's a creamy. And the cultural differences are, are very present in the show as well. Okay. So it's, it's called The Bridge, right? The Bridge, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank you. In the next episode, we'll continue the conversation with Adam Santo. His story is proof that by constantly developing yourself, you can reach all your career goals. Let's have a short teaser from next week's episode. I would say that in my team, for sure, and those people who I have been in touch with, 
the empathy is is almost everywhere within the company, which is very good for newcomers. Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, we can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. Follow us on Facebook or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you heard some interesting stories. See you in our next episode of Career Stories Behind the Science. Career Stories Behind the Science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Budapest, Hungary. Produced by BrandFizz Employer Branding in conjunction with Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.